I'm on my 10th day of being at home, and I think I'm going to do something different, and it's going to involve Periscope and YouTube, because I guess I just don't have enough things to do, and I probably have way too much time on my hands. But after reading Scott Adams' book and knowing what I absolutely hate to do, I think I should do it. Maybe I'll talk about it, but I doubt it, because I don't think I'm going to have enough time. Trump hits it big. Great Britain loses its prime minister for two weeks. Sleepy, creepy Biden trips himself up while he's trying to get some attention. And China, once again, proves it's a crappy country. But we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the Wuhan flu, because everyone's talking about it, and I'm sure everyone's tired of hearing about it. There are more stories out there in the world, more interesting stories, and I've got one for you. And this one's weird. And it's still going. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, so this is going to be a little bit different. And that's okay. That's okay. First thing we're going to do, let's let's go over the crap first. Let's talk about the Wuhan uh, flu update. And I'm not going to call it the Wuhan virus. I'm going to call it the Wuhan flu, because that's what this is going to be called. And let's just get all the little crap out of the way. And uh, then we're going to go into a really strange story. And this has nothing to do with viruses, flus, people losing jobs, anything like that. So the Wuhan virus update. So on Friday, President Trump signed into law a $2 trillion bill that was made to help people and the economy get through this disaster. So basically, this bill is just to, to delay the economy so that the economy doesn't flip out. Now, of course, you gotta, we got to remember that the economy is not made up of Wall Street because Wall Street actually went up, I think it was 3,000 points in the last three days, and then it finally dropped about 1,000 points today. The, the stock market's all over the place. But we need, we need to make it that we had 3.5 million jobs lost last week. Jobless cl- claims went up 3.5 million last week. So what they're actually trying to do is they're trying to slow the uh, economy down a little bit, keep these people being paid. Now, I'm not sure of what's going to happen with the economy after this. I need to actually study a little bit. But this is something that needed to be done. Now, this bill was delayed. This bill was actually agreed to last week. But then Nancy Pelosi came back from her vacation in wherever. It's got to be in some place other than San Francisco because San Francisco is garbage. And wanted to add a ton of extra money into that bill. I think it raised it from $2 trillion to like $4 trillion or $6 trillion. It was something just out there. This bill, um, the, Dem- the Republicans said they're not going to pass it. The Republicans propaganda was far stronger than the Democrats' propaganda. I mean, I said this in the previous podcast. She had some bizarre stuff. Well, she did win some things. She did get uh, a couple hundred million dollars for the the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which, great. I don't know how that affects us. And she did get, I think it was $300 billion for illegal aliens. So she did get some of the stuff. Hey, we can't let a we can't let a good disaster go to waste, right? And I know I'm I'm not quoting that right. But the fact is, it's passed. 
Trump was thrilled. The Republicans were thrilled. They see signed it into law. And now what's going to end up happening is people earning um, $75,000 or less who do not have a job are going to be getting between $12 and $2,400 for the first month. If the Wuhan virus, if Wuhan flu does not cure itself, it'll roll over into the next month and so forth. So this is essentially could be about a $6 trillion bill. It's going to be an expensive one. Scary, but we're in unprecedented times. And I don't think no matter what happens, I'm not going to blame anyone for what is actually happening. I, I really think this is something that was needed. And I mean that. And I'm not getting a dime out of it. I'm still working and I earn well over $75,000. So I, I get nothing out of it. But I think small businesses being encouraged to keep the employees, even if they're furloughed, things like that. I think it's important. And so I th think it's a good bill. England's Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been diagnosed with the Wuhan flu. That's not good. The good news is, okay, he, yes, he's stuck in his mansion for 14 days or however long he's stuck in his mansion. It's probably going to be 21 days to a month, but he's feeling good. He actually is tweeting. He did a uh, live stream, he's doing okay. His symptoms were moderate. So he, he's okay. Joe Biden continues to try and get attention. He is really struggling with the fact that the president's poll numbers are going straight through the roof because, let's face it, the president's handling this pretty well. Um, outside of some things that he's said, which were unadvisable, He's actually handling this pretty well, and Joe, Sleepy Creepy Joe, is beginning to see it. The problem with Sleepy Creepy Joe is that every time he tries to get some attention, he begins to stumble and show just how senile he's becoming. And he did it a few... He, I, I showed you one video last week. He did it again uh, earlier this week, excuse me. He did, that's how. That's what happens. You've been in this place for 10 days. It, everything looks the same. It feels like last week was two days ago was last week. Um, he did it again on Monday and Tuesday. Listen to this little diatribe in two different uh, news uh, interviews. Have you been uh, tested for the coronavirus? No, I, I have not been tested for the coronavirus. Uh, I've had, thank God, no symptoms that I'm aware of. Doesn't mean that that can't happen. Up for the next round of primaries, <coughs> including. <coughs> I've not talked to any individual. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, you're supposed to cough into your elbow. I don't know, sir. That's, I learned that actually covering your White House. That's, that you no, actually, actually, that's true. But fortunately, I'm alone in my home. But that's OK. Vice President Biden, thank you so much for your time. Please stay healthy. For keeping businesses shut. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And no matter. what is it like to be a candidate in the time of social distancing? <clears throat> well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing fine, thank you. <clears throat> and I think we've been... Public, <clears throat> but first of all, in this crisis, <clears throat> I'd like spoke to... earlier, he's talking... <clears throat> and I tell you what, I'm so darn proud. And those poor people who have lost, you know, anyway, it's just... Mm -hmm. My heart goes out to No, me. no, no. Listen, we're, we're have to make a choice about who leads this country. I just I just can't figure the guy. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's like watching a yo-yo. I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching... It feels that way. <laughs> I want to ask... I want... 
That's okay. About um, the reporting in the New York Floyd to home alone um, with children. Why doesn't mm-hmm. he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say it. You know, I Donald guess, Trump was really asked. Wishing... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I probably best I don't. That is from Grabian, and it's on YouTube. I, I don't even ha- even have anything to say about that. About that is three interv- is two interviews, and he looked like a complete ass. By the way, Grabian, if you don't subscribe, I actually follow the website. I'm thinking of starting to buy uh, clips from them because they are so good, and they only put up probably one tenth of the clips on YouTube. So, yeah, that's Joe Biden. Anyway, um, in China, crap country. Uh, apparently, they, they have another problem to worry about. That's not being reported. I, this, is, this came from Fox News. They say, I don't believe it, that they finally cleared the Wuhan flu. That people are not being tested. They've got minimal number of tests. Yeah, well, here... Here's something that's not being reported by the media. They just had someone die from the Hanta virus. What a wonderful country. They just go from one virus to the other. So I guess they figure out, hey, this one didn't work so, so well, so let's release another one. Uh, okay. Anyway. Let's get into this story. This story is really bizarre. This has nothing to do with the Wuhan flu. This is modern news, but I need to kind of ease you into this. So it's gonna, this is going to sound more like a true crime podcast. And that's okay. It's real news. It's still happening. As a matter of fact, I got an update just two days ago about it. Um, it is one of the most bizarre stories I've heard in a really long time. And I've heard some bizarre stories. And though this website and podcast is politics-based, I decided everyone's sick and tired of the politics that everyone's screaming Though I really think on Sunday I need to go over uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's fit she threw on Congress on Thursday. But I'm not going to do that tonight. I first heard this news story on Fox Nation and decided to research it further. I had initially heard for it. I, I, I thought this is really tragic and things like this. But then I heard Nancy Grace talk about it on Fox News and I was like, oh my God. And when I researched it further, it did not disappoint. This is sto- this story is going to be about a, a woman named Lori Vallow. And I'm probably going to call her Lori simply because it gets very complicated. Because uh, there are a lot, a lot of Vallows. She's married to a guy named Chad Daybill. Now, Daybell, whatever it is. And she has two children from another husband, uh... 17-year-old Tylee and 7-year-old JJ. JJ and Tylee are from a father named... The father is Charles Vallow, who was, she was, was her fourth husband. Okay, right off the bat, you can see if you've been married... Let me tell you something. I, I would... I want to marry... When I get married again, I want to marry a woman who has been married at least once and hopefully has kids. If at... I'm 52 years old, and if I'm dating a 30-year-old, she better have a kid, and she had better have been married, because that's all sorts of problems. But if you're on your fourth wife, 
you're on, if you had four previous husbands, I'm going to sit there and say, nope, there's obviously something wrong with you. Anyway, I, I digress. So one day, well, that's not completely correct, and that's what makes this story weirder. Uh, her kids just disappeared. No trace. There they were, and they were gone. And I say that it's not completely correct that one day, because the kids disappeared on different days. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. Okay, now that's kind of interesting. No one to this day knows what happened to him. Lori Vallow hid herself from the police and immediately became a suspect. Sort of immediately. She won't tell the courts or the police what happened to the kids and is not enjoy and is now enjoying a stay in jail. Even though her bail, her bond, is something that can be afforded. Hmm, that's interesting. Wait till I get to the timeline. Now, here's the reality. I am a big true crime guy. I love true crime. I love it more than anything. Matter of fact, most of my nonfiction... No, nah, that's not true. But a lot of my nonfiction books are true crime. And whoever said fact is weirder than fiction is absolutely correct. And I'm going to give a shout out to my boys, the True Crime Guys podcast. Great podcast. They usually go a lot longer. They, they're... <clears throat> about a two-hour podcast. Well, this is, you know, donated to them because I really decided this was something I, I just thought, this this is too weird. When I, I thought it was, I thought the whole story was weird until I saw Nancy Grace's show on Fox Station and heard the whole story, and wow, it has everything. A horrible mystery that is not solved. A string of dead bodies whose demise, who, whose... Demise was under really strange circumstances. Exhumation of bodies. Missing children. A love triangle. And a doomsday cult? What? That sounds like a Stephen King novel. And you and unlike a Stephen King novel where you know everything's going to blow up at the end, this is still going. Well, it may blow up on the in the end on July 22nd. We'll get to that. The story started with two kids uh, with the two kids the mother never reported the kids missing for several months and literally it was i think it was four months she never reported the kids missing she used a lot of excuses they caught her while she was on vacation without the kids she's from idaho they brought her back to idaho and now she sits in jail so let's go over the timeline of this really bizarre story and the Dave rule is now officially exempt here because I'm going to finish this tonight. And I've got a great thing at the end. A great little song. Let's make us, let's make everybody happy. So, and I got to give this guy a shout out too because he's pretty, he's pretty awesome. So February, 2019, Lori Vallow was married to Charles Vallow. He files for a divorce, citing the fact that his wife believes she is a god assigned to carry out the work of 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July 2020. In fact, she has done work for the end of times cult known as preparing the people. And she believes that the second coming of Christ is scheduled for July. I believe it's around July 20th, 22nd. I'm not really sure. So here we go. Here we go again. 
in, in 2019, I don't have a specific month, the two, in 2019, the two are currently living in Arizona. All right. So right off the bat, Charles Vallow, he's going to dump Lori Vallow because she's freaking insane. And by the way, the preparing the people cult say they're not really a cult. They're actually part of the Latter-day Saints, which is the Mormon religion. And by the way, for all you Mormons out there, I'm not really against the Mormon religion, but it is, if you read the history of the Mormon religion, it's a little strange. So, I mean, I know a lot of Mormons. They're really good people. No, I know, right now I know one Mormon. I worked with four Mormons, but they're good people and all, but they're a little out there. So let's call it what it is. And whenever someone says Church of Latter-day Saints, we're a member of the Church of Latter-day Saints, and they say they're not Mormon, it means they're a cult. So I know that the Mormon religion says they're the Church of the Latter-day Saints. That's great, except I consider them Mormons because they're a moderately... They're a moral religion. They're not thinking that God is going to kill everybody. It's weird, but they're not thinking... I just... I probably just pissed off everybody from the Mormon religion. That's okay. March 7, 2009, Lori pulls JJ out of his special education school. JJ has autism. Charles says, quote, she went crazy. Charles decides he's going to take JJ and Tylee back to Texas to his family. In June of 2019, Lori puts JJ back into the special ed school with no other explanation other than, well, he was in Los Angeles. That's it. School says, okay, whatever. That's fine. In July 11, 2019, this is where stuff starts going south. And count the bodies here. Charles Vallow is shot by Lori's brother, Alex Cox. Remember that name. Cox said it was in self-defense. No further investigation was done. And seeing how Lori and Charles were fighting all the time, it's not a shock that maybe Charles flipped out and maybe the police believed him or whatever. By the way, if you listen to enough true crime podcasts or read another enough true crime stories, you'll sit there and say cops have a tendency of just taking the benefit of the doubt. What was weird? Later that day, Lori threw a pool party. So apparently she wasn't that broken up about it. On August 30th, JJ saw Tylee for the last time after a FaceTime conversation. When asked by JJ, because his sister's not around, Lori would make up excuses as to why the sister was missing. So there was never any real reasoning. Lori just, she's gone, don't worry about it. This is a huge red flag for me. Because the daughter goes missing well before the son goes missing. On August 30th, the same day that, that J.J. sees Tylee, J.J.'s service dog is returned to the breeder. Now this I got to be careful with because I believe the dog was returned to the breeder because the dog was actually in training, but another dog was not taken. So the dog was returned. On September 5th, 2019, J.J. is pulled out of school with the excuse that Lori is going to California for a job. Sometime 
between August and September, the family, and I'm using air quotes, moves to Idaho. Understand something. They're gone already. The kids have already disappeared. They have no doubt that Tylee is gone. But they have no idea at this point when they move from Arizona to Idaho whether JJ is gone. On September 5th, 2019, JJ is pulled out of school with the excuse that Lori was going to, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, September 23rd is the last day JJ is seen. He is last seen in school going home. On September 24th, 2019, Lori pulls JJ from school. Okay, so is anything getting weird? Gets weirder. October 1st, 2019, Lori rents a storage unit. A video shows her and her brother, Alex Cox, remember I told you not to forget him, and there are two more times you can't, you got to remember that name, putting things into the locker. It was later turned out when a search warrant was issued that the stuff belonged to the children, including clothing, toys, and bikes. I don't know. I'm not a rocket scientist, but I'm pretty much sure that, okay, this is... And the police know about this in November. Or December, I think it is. So it, things are getting really bizarre. October 2nd, 2019... Brandon Bordeaux, ex-husband of Lori Vallow's niece, Melanie Bordeaux, says he was shot at a drive-by shooting. Okay, he's not a gang member, he's not a drug dealer, he's just a working class dude. Brandon says it was Alex Cox, and he was driving Charles Vallow's Jeep. Getting weird enough? Getting weird enough? Let's keep going. October 19th, 2019, Tammy Daybell, wife of Chad Daybell, dies in Idaho. The coroner originally declares the cause of death of natural causes, whatever that means. Usually, uh, you can tell what natural cause it was, like was it diabetes, was it heart attack, was it a stroke? I mean, they didn't come up with any natural causes. Okay, fine. We haven't talked too much about um, Chad Daybell. Uh, he's a fantasy writer. And his main topic is doomsday, the end of times, the uh, whatever those people call it. He is also a speaker who has done dozens of speeches for the doomsday cult called Preparing the People. The cult is based on the Church of Latter-day Saints, which I said originally. And uh, they believe the world is coming in to an end in July 2020. So, yeah. Okay. November 1st, police begin surveillance of Lori Vallow. Detectives never report never seeing J.J. Vallow with her. November 5th, 2019. Two weeks after Lori, uh, uh, Tammy Daybill dies, Chad Daybill and Lori Vallow get married. In Hawaii. Um, okay. That should be a huge red flag. I don't know. That's just hearing that sounds like motive. I don't know. I would think that would be something they would look up. The police would actually look up. Pretty bizarre stuff. Uh, November 26, 2019. 
Rexburg police in Idaho say they receive a request for a welfare check of J.J. Vallow at a home in Rexburg. That's Lori Vallow's home. After arriving at the home, officers say Lori and Chad t- Chat told them the children are at a family friend's in Arizona. Weird, because Kylie's never been fa- never been seen. No one seems to know where they are. November 27th, after 2019, after the children are not located in Arizona, police return to the town home with a search warrant to find J.J. Vallow. Officers say, mind you, they're not looking for Tylee. Tylee has literally disappeared. Officers say they find the house empty and learn after further investigation that Lori Vallow and Chad Daybill had left, possibly without the children. Police also search the homes and search the storage unit from uh, Lori Vallow. They searched the storage unit because the storage company had actually reported that Lori Vallow's credit card, which is supposed to be a month-to-month thing, had been declined. Police found the children's stuff, and they also found the video, and they did this a little later. I'm, I'm going ahead of myself. They also found the video where the people, where her and her brother were dumping the kids' stuff. Now, I got to be honest with you. These guys must really, really think God is protecting them because she believes she's one of the 144,000 that's going to prepare the way for Christ in July 2020. But my God, they are leaving a trail like Hansel and Gretel. There is no way people are... I don't want to say Hansel and Gretel because their trail sucked. But they're leaving (coughs) a trail like a snail. I mean, you can see that thing from a mile away. There's no way they're not catching these people. On December 1st, Lori and Chad, and we're just going to talk about them because they use their first names because everyone else is dead. Well, not quite dead yet. We're going to get there. Um, fly to Lo- from Los Angeles to Kauai. JJ and Tylee do not fly with them. It's in the records. On December 6th, A family friend in Arizona tells the police that Lori and Chad asked her to lie to say that the kids were with them. And the friend says she just would not talk about it. She said she would not lie to the police. Here's the question. This broad, didn't she decide that maybe I should actually call the police? This is kind of a weird request. Well, she didn't. They had to do investigation to find out. Now the police have got, they're saying this is way too weird. They finally decided to collect, uh, connect the dots. They exhume Tammy Daybill's body, which is the, ex, the former wife of um, Chad Daybill, and conduct an autopsy and test to determine the actual cause of death, which, by the way, I thought they should have probably done the first time, but apparently they didn't. But the string of bodies is not done. There's just one more. Alex Cox. On December 12, 2019, Lori Vallow's brother, Alex Cox, dies at home in Gilbert, Arizona. The The cause of death, which I think is really strange, has not yet been determined. 
oh my God, there are like three bodies with a possible fourth. Now, oh, I'm sorry. The I said the cause of death has not been determined. That's not true. The cause of death has not been released. Interesting, huh? Ah, the police are on to something, aren't they now? Good for them. The police see that weird crap is happening and they have inf they have no information about anything so they decide not to screw around anymore and it's time to go over go after Lori. Now here's the thing, when it comes to investigation, here's the thing, when it comes to investigation it's not as interesting as the actual crime. Um, but the investigation is kind of interesting here because it unloads a lot of other things. I already told you that Lori Vallow is one of those people that thinks she's going to be the 144,000, one of 144,000 that are going to survive. How they came up with that number, I have no freaking idea. But she's going to be one of the 144,000 that is going to pave the way for Christ's coming in July of 2020. So right off the bat, that's weird. It gets weirder. So let's go. December 2019, the police go public. Idaho police update the public on Facebook with details of the case. Police believe Lori knows of the location of the children. At this point, they're looking for both of them or what happened to them, which they're probably dead. Let's call it what it is. But she has refused to work with them. January 2nd, 2020. That is four, that's three months ago. The credit card for Lori Vallow used to rent the storage facility has declined and the business tries to bill her. They can't, they can't find her. She won't communicate with them. January 3rd, 2020. You can see things are moving fast now. Deputies execute a search, a search warrant for Chad Daybill's home in Fremont County, Idaho. Keeps going. January 16th, the state of Idaho files a protection order in Madison County on behalf of the children, ordering Lori Vallow to produce them. She ignores it. January 25th, 2020, police on the island of Kauai in the Hawaiian Islands, give Lori Vallow the Idaho court order to produce the children to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare within five days. Now, here's the big question I have for you. Why didn't they arrest this bitch right off the bat? Uh, they didn't. I do not know why. On July 30th, the deadline to produce the children to Idaho has passed. No charges or warrants are filed at this time. Okay, I'll give them a break. Paperwork takes a lot of time. July, January 30th, 2020, the deadline to produce the children has met, or, um, uh, February 16th, 2020. Maui police say they have been advised that Lori Vallow and Chad J. Daybill traveled to the island of Maui from Kauai but also say they are not involved in any investigation of the couple. February 20th, 2020, Laura, Lori Vallow is arrested by Kauai police on multiple charges, including desertion and non-support of a dependent child. That Those two crimes by themselves will get her 14 years in prison. On February 21st, 2020, Lori Vallow makes... Her first court appearance in Hawaii, 
her attorney asked for her bond to be lowered from $5 million to 10000 The judge says not a chance because they've already been running all over the place. These people ran away the day after they had, um, think about this for a second. They had ran away the day after the police had initially made a welfare check. Flew to Arizona to try and bribe some gal in Arizona to lie for him. Then flew to Los Angeles. Then flew to Kauai. Then flew to Maui. Would you want that person to not have... And if you you watch it on YouTube, you type in Lori Vallow, they actually have the raw court, and they say, give us your passport. She said, I don't have a passport. Yeah, do you believe her? Yeah, well, neither did the judge in in, uh, Kauai... She said no, and she ended up being given an option to go to um, to go back to Idaho. Lori Vallow did not fight the extradition request, and on March 5th, Lori Vallow is booked into the Madison County Jail in Rexburg, Idaho. And if you look at her, um, if you look at her booking picture. She's got this stupid freaking smile on her mugshot. Now, I just want to be very clear. This is a true story. It's a true story without an end. It's still open-ended. She's looking at fourteen a 14-year jail sentence for an abandonment and not taking care of a dependent. A 14-year sentence. It can't get much weirder than that. And you'd be wrong. It can get much weirder than that. And one of the reasons, one of the problems with it getting weirder, is it basically tells us what happened to Tylee and JJ. So let's move on. This was in March. She did get her bail lowered from five million to a bond for one million dollars. Now with a bond. A bond means she only has to come up with 10% of the bail, which ends up being uh, from a million, 10% is $100,000, and that can even be dropped further. I think it can be dropped to like $90,000. Now, her now Chad Daybill, he's a rich guy. He can afford a 100000 bond. But here's the problem. You have to have a bail bondsman to take the bond and take the collateral from the bond. There are no bail bondsmen in Idaho that will take the bond. She is still sitting in jail with a $100,000 bond. No one will take her. They think she's unstable. They think she'll run again. And they want nothing to do with her. So she is still sitting in jail. And now... The story just continues to get weirder. There is a court document released by one of the family, one of the family of Lori Vallow. And how none of these people saw this court document until now is amazes me. It shows me that bureaucracy and systems just don't work. The document said that. Lori Vallow thought the devil stole the souls of her children and that her children were living zombies. 
That's right. Night of the Living Dead Zombies. This is extremely disturbing for everyone around. This new report made investigators suspicious that the kids were even alive. They don't think the kids were alive. Kids were probably dead. They're zombies. You can't get your you cannot get your soul back. And this was a cult. And if Lori Vallow believes she's gonna be blessed by Christ in July 2020 anyway, she's got nothing to lose. She doesn't care. 14 years in prison doesn't matter. The bars are going to open for her magically because Christ is going to come down and do whatever he does. Worse, defense lawyers believe that now she has an excuse as to why she killed her kids and could plead insanity and get a lesser sentence. This story interested me from day one, and it's still ongoing. That last section I read to you about the zombies, that was two days ago. Three days ago, excuse me. That was on Tuesday. Today's Friday. This case, here's the one thing I've always believed. I've always loved the, the with something like this, in like this enhanced interrogation methods those are the methods like the waterboarding and crap like that that people did in the military to get terrorists to say what their next move was going to be i've always believed in that stuff in the military i also believe it in, at home i think they should torture that broad until she talks and i think it's disgusting that we just have to sit here and deal with it well, there are going to be news updates um, because this is a continuing case. It hasn't ended. I know I went way beyond the Dave rule, but I went way beyond the Dave rule because I didn't really have a choice. I had to go beyond the Dave rule because that's what true crime's about. Um, so I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this a little differently than I normally do. First off, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Run and Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You can read the show notes and the links. There are a lot of links, and there are a bunch of videos on my uh, website, at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. It probably won't be released until mid-Saturday because I need to actually clean it up a little bit. And one thing I wanted to say, I've been stuck in this place for 10 days. I don't see people. I miss my girlfriend. My girlfriend misses me. She comes over every once in a while. I go over every once in a while. It's a very tough time of life. I want you to enjoy this song. It's a banjo song by Andy Eversall about the Wuhan flow, uh, Wuhan flu, and it's a wonderful song, and it's really happy. So why don't we do this? Let's close out the podcast with that song. I hope I don't violate any. One, anything, two, three. Turn on the TV or the radio news. Everybody's talking about those old virus blues Can't find no sanitizer or toilet tissues 
Everybody's talking about those old virus blues There's just one thing now that I know is true If I'm gonna be quarantined, I wanna be with you If I'm gonna be quarantined, I wanna be with you down the schools and canceled all the shows What happens next only Jesus knows Can't shake hands only elbows and shoes Everybody's talking about those old virus blues There's just one thing now that I know it's true If I'm gonna be quarantined, I wanna be with you If I'm gonna be quarantined, I wanna be with you I'm gonna be quarantined, I wanna be with